When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Coach Grice, we're here for another week of Talking Preps Overtime. Man, we just seem to be up in the bar from week to week. Uh, we've had some great coaches uh, come on. Uh, we had Dalen Smothers come on this past week. Uh, and now uh, we're going to bring on, I guess, another coach, but he's probably known more to the fans here in Charlotte from uh, as a player, uh, both at Carolina and back in the day at Mallory Creek, uh, Marquise Williams. Uh, Marquise, uh, appreciate you coming on and joining us here today at Talking Preps Overtime. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Definitely. You know, coach, it's, it's great to have you on here with us. You know, you're now, you know, we know you're currently a coach. Uh, you know, most of us know you for your success playing on the gridiron. But, you know, those for those of our you know our viewers who are unfamiliar, could you briefly talk about your playing and now, you know, very recent coaching history? Oh, man, playing history, it was, it was, it was great, man. Started Mallet Creek, uh, you know, back in 2007-8. We won one game. Uh, we we found ways to win, but then we went on to become one of the powerhouse. Um, that sums it up for that. And went on to go to college at the University of North Carolina. Had a lot of success there. Went to the ACC Championship 2015. Um, and then started the Honda Cleats up last year. And after the XFL, you know, went went away because of COVID. So now um, I, I applied for like 32 applications of trying to find a way just to get in the coaching world. And finally, Coach Bowser. He's a Charlotte native. Um, he was at Fayetteville State, but then he became the head coach at St. Augustine. He gave me this opportunity, and it's an opportunity of a lifetime. I've been having a lot of fun with the guys, and this is a dream come true for me. And hopefully, I can just move up, keep moving up, keep moving up until I and until I, I make it big again. No, that's awesome to hear. Um, you know, as kind of established, you know, talking before this, you know, I'm a new coach uh, this year at Mallet Creek. So for me, I'm always fascinated, at, you know, about hearing stories from a lot of the, the older Creek alum. And, you know, definitely want to know, if you, could you talk about your time at Mallet Creek and specifically playing under the great coach, Palmieri? Man, that time was, it was special to me. Uh, it meant a lot. I'll never forget my first time. Actually, this is when before the schools started to vibe. So you just had North Macon Vance. Um, and then Mallet Creek was starting to get built. And my dad was telling me that you're right, go to Mallet Creek. And I was like, nah, I'm going to North Mac. I want to go somewhere where it's already established. And he's like, man, take this opportunity. This is a Florida guy, Coach Palmieri. He's going to be good. I was like, nah, man, my, all my buddies are going to North Mac. I want to go to North Mac. So then finally, end up, all my buddies end up going to Mallet Creek because, I mean, I guess the, the district just, just divided. So then I seen a lot of my boys go to Mallet Creek. And then, my, like I say, my first year, man, we were one and 12. Our first victory is against Philip O'Berry. Uh, <laughs> we, put, we put a smack on them. So it felt good just to get that one win. But uh, my time there was, it was great. Um, I wasn't traded for anything in the world. Uh, Coach Palmieri, he did a tremendous job with the first, the first classes, me, and then continue to build and build, build. Um, the principals, um, ADs, it was, it was a lot of fun, man. And like I say, I wouldn't trade that for the world. And if I could do it again, I tell anybody, I think I would go back to high school before I go back to college because that's how much time, that's how much fun I had. 
with a lot of my best friends I grew up with. So, man, like I say, Mallet Creek, I love it to the depth of me. Um, and, and the time I had there was just, it was just absolutely just the best. You know, I, you know I've got to ask, you know, I've heard it from different people, different alum. Give me the one you can tell on air now, the one you can tell on air. Give me your best Coach P story. I've heard a ton of them. They're all great. Um, I never forget. So I, I was kind of a knucklehead in, in high school, sophomore year, man. I used to go around the, around the class, well, around the hallways and making bird noises. And I'll never forget, I think my marketing teacher called and told Coach P that your, your starting quarterback is going around making bird noises. So I was in the classroom, and I hear Coach P coming up, and he's making bird noises. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this dude making bird noises. And he's like, yeah, that's what you sound like. Do you want to be suspended for this week's game? Because you're up here making bad bird noises. Like, what the Marquise, what's going on with you? Why are you making bird noises? And I was like, Coach, I don't know why I'm making bird noises. <laughs> so that was probably my best one, man. He used to stay on my head, but man, he was he was such a good good guy to me, man. And I miss him, man. And you know, he's he was he was he was just fantastic to me. Hey Marquise, so you had an opportunity not only playing for Coach Palmieri. Uh, but um, Aaron Brand as well, who we've had on yes. already with Talk of Preps Overtime. How did those two coaches together kind of help prepare you or maybe give, build a foundation with you that allowed you to move on forward and play for Coach Fedora at Carolina and, and maybe even on through your playing career? What what, what kind of was made? Like, how, how did they build who Marquise Williams became uh, during those years at the Creek? Honestly, man, when Coach Brand came, um, he pushed me. Honestly, I was a senior when he came and the starting job wasn't mine. I mean, the numbers before. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Or, you know, so, freshman, sophomore, junior year, you know, but he pushed me. He made an open competition. I didn't like that at all at first, but it pushed me to be who I am today. It made me just so, so better. And that's what Coach Parmary wanted. He wanted to push me to get the best out of me. And those two are just competitive coaches like big-time coaches that love win football games, but also our family guys, always together, always hanging out. And that senior year with them, man, it was just so special. We always found things to do, to, like, do fundraisers, to do, like, fun activities with the player, with uh, teammates and coaches. And, man, they, they came together and done a lot of great things, and that's what made them have so much success. And that's why they wanted their two top of the head coaches or – in the in, um, country right now as high school, I feel like. And they they, they, they have done a lot of good things for everybody, uh, not just Malacrete. You know, they've done for everybody. I mean, just outside of Malacrete alumni or just the community of Malacrete. Um, the whole Charlotte, they have done a lot of great things. 
I got to follow up there too. Like I said, I, I know you know Coach Brand very well, and again, I've heard a lot of stories. I need your best Coach AB story. I need that one because I know it's great. Oh, man, <laughs> I my I can't I can't say this one because it was bad. <laughs> That's I'm, the one. <laughs> I can't say this one on air, dude. It was so bad. I mean, dude, it was bad. I mean, it's just us. He talked so bad to me. Dude, That's I the story. I need that one. <laughs> I never forget. So um, we in practice, and. This is like his first day. And like, we're doing under center. And I'm like, man, I ain't never going under center. Who you think you are? He looked at me and said, who the you think you are? He said, I am Aaron Brand. You better look me up. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then he's, he's you know, I'm already taller than him. So he snatched me up. I'm like, oh God, AB snatching me up. Hey, I called my dad. And my dad's like, yeah, that's what you need. You need somebody like that. He said, yeah, that's we're right. going to great here, coach. I said, oh, my gosh. But it was a lot of profanity. And that one, Coach B, he did not play, man. He did not play. So we're going to leave some of that profanity out of it. <laughs> oh, of course. Always. Always. But, no, I love it. That's why I had to ask, man. Those are two. Yes, I had the pleasure of uh, being under two of the most, you know, the greatest coaches and at least having that relationship with Coach Brand. I've heard similar stories, but I just had to ask that one, Guru. I'll, I'll take a turn back over to you. Now, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, obviously, moving up to UNC and, and what you did at Carolina. I thought you had a remarkable career. Uh, but kind of stand on that topic with A.B. And, and, and what you did at the Creek. Uh, that 2011 season, y'all were right there on the precipice. I was at that big game up in Greensboro against Page. Um, you didn't quite get to the championship and, and win the ring there. Uh, but then after you left, you saw the Creek win three in a row. How, how did that right. make you feel for them? And, and did you feel bad that you weren't a part of that mix? Or, or what, what was going through uh, Marquise Williams' head at that time? As an alumni, it felt great to finally see the boys continue to work hard and finally get that ring. Um, you know, like I said, we I fell short. You know, that ankle injury got me against, I want to say, against – Olympic, if I'm not mistaken, or Catholic. I mean, I think it was Olympic, that anchor injury. But it felt good to see those boys get rings back to back, back to back. I mean, we was a powerhouse. Everybody was talking about us, man. Like, I mean, they still talk about us. Let's not get that wrong. That's all right. But they, everybody's talking about us. It. Like, you know, I would love when they was coming up and it was like, man, you went to Mount Creek? I was like, yeah, I'm a Creek boy. And that's our thing, it was a Creek boy. But it felt good. There was no no shame that, you know, or no, no, no saltiness in me. I was, the world would say today that I didn't get one. I was so happy that they got one and they got three of them. And man, that lets you know the program we was building and they're still building and how things have overcame since I started at Mallet Creek. So it felt good to see those guys win rings, Jalen Samuels, um, it, you know, Marquez and all those guys, man, DJ. I mean, it, it was, it was just a good, good time for us. And, it, things have been so good for Mallet Creek for for years, and you know we'll forever be one of the powerhouses around in the state. Oh, I agree. I mean, that's one thing. You know, I, I hope for for us to continue and to, to build back up ourselves at, at the at the creek right now. Um, you know, we want to want to switch a little bit here with this. Uh, you know, we typically you know ask coaches kind of about their best and worst play calls, but. You know, since we're talking about you as a player, I want to know kind of what you think is like your your best play and then that one play where you just looked and said, Marquise, why the hell did you just do that? Right. I just kind of want to ask that both sides of that with that question. As far as coaching or as a player? As a player. No, as a player. Oh, my best play would be against Pittsburgh Thursday night. Um, I think we had – it was like a – Switzer was on a post route. And I actually got flushed out of pocket – and a guy took my face mask and he ripped it down. 
I never forget, he ripped my face mask down so I couldn't see. So I popped it back up. And then I stiff on the guy and I threw like a 65, 70 yard of touchdown to Switzer. That was my best play ever. I would give you three worst plays ever against South Carolina, <laughs> first game of the season. But I think it defined our season. In a red zone, I'm listening to too many scouts. Um, and we want to see you throw the ball. Me as a quarterback, you know, I was dual threat, runner and thrower. I don't know what got in my head that game, but I threw three red zone picks that we should have won that football game. We still end up losing 17-13. But me as an old Marquise, before that, I was going to run that ball in. And I threw three of them. The last one was just so poorly, just like so unexecuted by me. And I was just so – I couldn't sleep that night, dude. I, I was just like, man, this might be it for me. But I found ways to bounce back. So I would think them, them plays against South Carolina really like to this day still hunt me, man, for real. Hey, Marquise, I wanted to ask you, you know, what was it like uh, playing for Coach Fedora? I thought that UNC was just right there. You were so close to getting on that edge of, of really going right. to the next level. Uh, you mentioned that ACC championship against uh, Clemson. Uh, just tell us about your experience with him playing for the team uh, and, and also – uh, one of the offensive guys on the staff uh, who I know that you've got to appreciate is who I think is one of the best recruiters here in the Charlotte and the North Carolina area, Gunnar Brewer. I just thought that yeah. made for a really exciting time around that team. Man, it was it was hard at first um, trying to buy in what, what Coach Fedora wanted to do. I never forget the first minute he comes in and he has these blue collar shirts with our names on them. I'm like, man, what is this? Is this jail? Like, what are we about? To, what he's about to start trying to do? Like. I mean, we just thought, you know, Bush Davis just left, and we ain't going through nothing like this, but he had a purpose. Um, we bumped heads a lot at first. Um, that's just how it is. We bumped heads, but we continue to grow and continue to grow, and I finally feel, I finally realized what his goal was and what he wanted to do. He wanted to change it. He wanted to change, change the outlook of what people thought of North Carolina, just not being a, a basketball school. He wanted to know, people know that it was a football school. He did a lot of, he had a lot of success at Southern Miss, and he brought it to the University of North Carolina. And, man, that's still, like, my dad to this day. Uh, still texting. We still talk on the phone. And he's the guy that gave me a chance also. You know, he didn't have to give me a chance. Um, he had one. He had a first-round quarterback behind me, you know. And that chance he gave me, it was a lifetime thing. Um, as a kid growing up um, in the state of North Carolina, I was so happy. I was so happy. And just to go out and play in front of the hometown and the home state, you can't ask for nothing better than that. You always dreamed of playing college football, but to be in your backyard at the University of North Carolina in that Carolina Blue, it was it was special. And like you say about Coach Brewer, man, there's so many words you could talk about with Coach Brewer. Man, he's just he's just one of the great guys. Um, it's not it's never always just about football. That's a family guy. He's to this day he still talks to everybody. I mean, every former player, he still give them shout shout outs on Twitter, social media platform. It don't matter if the guys is older. He's just he, Brewer, Gunner Brewer, is one, he's always going to be the best. And that's what I love about Coach Brewer. And Brewer may be the most connected man of everybody in football in this entire country. That's, that's true. That's another statement. No, that's 100%. true, man. Everybody knows, man. Everybody knows Brewer, man. It, it's crazy. When I was in the XFL and the Alliance League, I mean, everybody talked about him. Like, how do you guys know him? He's just like, man, he recruited me. He recruited me. So <laughs> you're right. He is a worldwide guy, man. He is. Yeah. No, and that's awesome. I want to shift to another uh, current contemporary Carolina player, Sam Howe. Uh, yes, always kind of quick story I always laugh about. So my first year coaching, I was at Hopewell, 
And my first scrimmage, we were going to get Sun Valley. And, you know, we're getting there a little late, trying to get everything settled. You know, we're, you know, first-year struggling team. And, I mean, this guy's warming up on the field. And, I mean, his warm-up was a performance in itself. Right. I mean, some of the throws he was making as a senior in high school were just things I'd never seen. And, you know, right. I'm sitting there questioning if I, you know, this coaching thing is for me. Just looking at a guy like this. And, I mean, he That's went true. on to put up a half, like a performance and a half that I hadn't seen from a kid in high school and still to this day have not seen. Yeah. So can you talk about your thoughts on Sam Howell and, you know, if you have a relationship with him or communicate with him at all? Man, all the time. Uh, that's that's uh, I don't like to use the phrase of little brother, but that's my brother. Um, we talked to this day. Um, finished just talking yesterday. He's a guy that's a competitive, hard worker, leadership. Most of all, he's humble. You don't see too many guys who thinks it's all about them. Um, a lot of people say well, the Heisman talkers get to him. I say you guys don't know Sam. He never talks about his success, he always giving everybody else praises. And that's what I love about him. Um, and like you say, man, he's he's just so good. He's so good at his age, man. He's going to go on to make, do big things in the NFL, I believe so. Um, he's done a lot of great things for the University of North Carolina. Um, he's he's on the edge of breaking my all-time total touchdown records at UNC. I'm going yeah. to have to tell, text him and tell him to slow it down a little bit. Run the ball. Run the ball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, but he, he's, he's done a lot of great things. And like you say, man, he's just one of a kind. Um, we haven't seen it in a long time for what he's been doing. Um, he's throwing it, he's running it, and he's just he's just continuing to have so much success in the offense. And he's leading, he's leading, he's leading, and he works hard. He studies film like no other. He's on, on the field, first one on the field, last one off the field. Same thing. He's spending countless hours in a film room. And that's what I told him. That was make him so successful is all the hours in a in film room. I didn't do that. But I, I could tell I knew that he was going to be special. How many hours he spent in that film room? For sure. And I mean, another thing, too, if I think the stats have it right, I think his game uh, last night was passing for 300 and running for 100. I think you were the only other person to do that. Uh, did you guys yeah. talk about that? And uh, did you watch the game and kind of, you know, talk with them about how, how well he played? Oh, yeah. Last week he did. And he, I think he went 350 passing and 100 rushing. And I'm like, dude, slow down. Like, you just broke the record. I mean, can we at least, like, share the record with, like, two players, like, 300 passing one and 100 rushing? But he right. just had to go all out and just do yeah. that. Do but, man, like I say, he's doing a great job. Um, I think he's doing better this year, this year not forcing and taking down the running. He's an athletic guy. A lot of people don't think yeah. he can run, but he actually can't run the football. So, yeah, we did talk about it. He actually mentioned me last week. Um, I still have to talk about it. This, uh, from this past yesterday because that's the second record he's broken. So he needs to, like I say, he needs to slow it down or we're going to have some problems. <laughs> sure. Hey, Marquise, you had a great receiver in Ryan Switzer that, that was able to do a lot of fun things uh, for the Tar Heels. But what do you think about Josh Downs? He takes those screens and he just seems to be on a different level. He's a special guy, man. He's, he's, he's electric, I think. You know, he's, I mean, he's fast. And like yeah. I say, he's, he might be like five, eight, five, nine, but he's hard to bring down. Switzer was too, but I don't know. I, I, it's kind of hard because I played with Switzer. He was fantastic. Switzer was a special player, but Josh Downs, man, he's doing a lot of great things. Um, putting that ball in his hands, he's going to make a play. I mean, yards after catch, he's, he's done a tremendous job. And he's having a lot of sense early on, and I continue to hope he continue to just to do it and continue just to stay film with Sam and continue to know that he's going to be that number one receiver for us. Um, well, you, you spent some time with some. Uh, you spent some time in the NFL uh, with the camp with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, obviously, some of the players you played around went to the NFL. I think that Downs, in my opinion, looks like he has an opportunity. Certainly, we think that Sam Howell will. Uh, but yes, you sir. also played, uh, went through a training camp with 
most likely an NFL Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers as well. Yeah. What was your time like uh, with Green Bay? Because I thought you had some phenomenal experiences and some preseason games. I thought you yes. really looked good and thought that you would have for sure made some teams and, and done well. Tell us a little bit about that NFL experience. Oh, it's a dream come true. Um, that was the second one. Um, my first, like I said, I talked about being a hometown kid, going to play at the University of North Carolina. But hearing always that, you know, you wouldn't be a high school quarterback or you wouldn't be a college quarterback or you never would make it to an NFL roster or even play was like motivation to me. And to be there in one of the most tradition football organizations in the world at the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau was just like unbelievable. When I first got there, it was just like, I can't believe I'm here. Like, I'm really here, and Aaron Rodgers is, like, next to me. And sitting in the meeting rooms, it shows you how good he is, how much he studies, how much he put in off-season work. And, like, the biggest thing what I took from Aaron, it was never always about football. It was always about trying to make yourself better. How can you be a better man? How can you uh, look out for your family? Um, there was a lot of things that people asked me, is he, is he a jerk or if he this? And I tell everybody, no. You know, a lot of the things you hear on TV, TV is not always real. Um, he's a guy that always looked out for his family, always talked to his family, always looked out for guys like me. He didn't have to care for me. You know, he don't have to send me to this day Christmas gifts. He don't have to do none of that, but he still do. And that just lets you know what type of player he is. And, man, he was so fun to work with. And to see the throws he makes is, is just, like, crazy. When you see him on Sundays, I'm like, well, I, was, I saw that already. I saw that already. But, man, he's – He's a great one, man, and it was it was a lot of fun playing in Green Bay. And unfortunately, my time got cut short, but God has a different plan for me, and I'm just thankful that I also got to put on that Lambo. I'm in that Green Bay Packers helmet. You know, Marquise, I've been covering the high school game either as a coach, a player, been been around for a long, long time. Uh, and, and, you know, I see a guy – who I think, yeah, he's a can't-miss college talent, and, and you see these guys move up. You obviously moved up and competed at, at one of the highest levels in college, and then you moved on and, and took your talents to the NFL uh, for at least a camp. You, you know, kind of explain to us the difference. You, you know, I, I know how much greater the game is at college from the high school level, but just how much ratcheted up is – that height, the NFL level from the levels of practices, you mentioned the film, to just every player, maybe not even the top level of players, but even the last man on the 53-man roster, just how much stronger the game is it in the NFL? Man, it's so fast. I would say it's just too fast. Honestly, you have to prepare like no other. Um, in college, you know, it's not about losing your job or getting cut. It's not about that in college, but in the NFL, you can lose your job any day because there are some people that's better than you. They may not be better than you, but they're probably smarter than you. They're going to outwork you. And that's how you survive in the league is get working, working, working. Um, in college, like I say, it, it's hard for as far as, you know, competition and stuff. It definitely is. But I think just being pro, man, just being pro, you just it just shows you, like, just think about the Aaron Rodgers and the Patrick Mahomes. Those guys are pro, pro level already. I mean, I feel like Patrick Mahomes were pro before, when he, before he even, like, got the really opportunity to play at Texas Tech. Um, like, Aaron Rodgers at Cal. I mean, these guys were just pro-ready. It's just someone's, it's just in their DNA that they're going to be professional football players. But I think the level of the game is so fast that it's crazy. Now, like, guys are already thinking two times faster than you, ten times faster than you, or, you know, it's just like a game of ventures. You, see? you might miss out, buddy. You better be ready to go in the game. 
No, I agree 100%. You know, Marquis, uh, you're definitely uh, glad to have you on here. Um, I know Guru and I have, you know, one last question that we typically ask, you know, our guests here. Um, you know, now we're transitioning, uh, you know, to your coaching career. So just wanted to ask, you know, kind of what's the, the best piece of advice so far you've received for a mentor and kind of what would that advice be to other young coaches that are entering this profession like yourself? Oh, man, the best I think, you know, things ain't always going to go as you plan it for as a uh, – your playbook or where you're going into for that game. Um, it's just learn how to uh, learn from adversity. There's going to be a lot of adversity in games. I and mean, as a coach, you're going to go through things you never thought you would go through, but it's how you bounce back from them. And that's the biggest thing I take from it. And, man, I love it. I love it. And I feel like it's just it's competition in this level too. You know, everybody want to be the top. I want to be the best head coach, best offensive coordinator, best defensive coordinator. So it's fun. It's a lot of fun. But I think, Learning how to, like, adapt to your players, learning to, like, be a player's coach is the biggest thing. I think player's coach is what I'm, I'm, I became because um, sometimes you, you don't get that in high school or maybe in college. Wow. Marquise, this has been an excellent interview. We appreciate your time here today. I just wanted to wrap things up. You know, we recapped your, your high school career, your college career. Uh, you, you had a phenomenal uh, experience with the NFL, with the CFL, really a lot of playing. Uh, but when, when you look back, and, and I'm glad you brought up your college coaching because I certainly think that that fits into the legacy of what you're doing. And, and let's not forget, you're so young, I and mean, you still got 20, 30 more years to, to give to this game if you so choose. And, and I certainly hope you do because I think you've got a lot left in you to give. Uh, but what um, – just to this point forward, what, what do you want your fans, people here in Charlotte, uh, people that followed the Tar Heels, what do you want people to think of when they think of Marquise Williams? What's the legacy that you want to leave behind? And and maybe it's even bigger than the game between those white lines itself. Uh, but what do you want people to think of when they think of Marquise Williams? Uh, a guy that was never selfish and never thought it was all about him. Um, every time. I think we lost your sound. Yeah, so somebody called my phone. Can you hear me? <laughs> we got you. Okay, well, a guy that's never selfish and always put people before him. Uh, that's what I think I would say about myself. Um, always love fans. Um, we just, I say, like I say, just putting others before that I put myself. And that's the biggest thing I always want people to know. And I'm always smile. always going to show the pearly whites, man. That's it. No, I mean, right. that's good to hear. Definitely, we, you know, we thank you for coming on. I mean, again, great, great interview. I mean, I love, like I said, the stories. And hey, man, we're gonna try to try to do everything we can to, to make sure the creek is is where it needs to be. Yes, so, Y'all got good luck. This definitely, you. yes, sir. And thank, thanks for being so gracious with your time, Marquise. You're part of the Talking <laughs> Preps OT family now. You're welcome back anytime, and I hope to bump into you to game or sometime here soon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day.